problem. But what we have is too strong, it's too powerful. I've never seen anything like this. Could cause uh, everybody to freak out. With ridiculous bull that stunned the world. This is a new way, and it's a new day. Because consciousness is expanding. Are you serious? This is democracy benefit. Well, who wouldn't want an opportunity to talk to Jack Armstrong and Joe Getty? Well, uh, Jack Armstrong and Joe Getty, who host the popular uh, radio talk show, ask the same question of their listeners, and here's their response. Oh, my God, look at him. Wow. Look at him. The beard, I have not seen him looking like that. Clearly not being taken willingly, he's being dragged. Let give you America itself! This is Ed McMahon, and now, here's Armstrong and Getty. From Studio C. C's ain't your... How about a dimly lit room, huh? Deep within the bowels of the Armstrong and Getty Communications Compound. And that's today. We're under the tutelage of our general manager. Michael Avenatti. Could be the first entirely soulless human being ever discovered. Wow, what a story. Turns out, promoting porn and... Sending a woman to show her privets uh, around the country while he got paid in his office was the more noble of his pursuits. Right. Stormy Daniels got treated better than many of his clients. Oh, my gosh. Yeah, this guy. What a monster. And, uh, yeah, so his whole thing is he keeps the money. So he didn't just do that to Stormy Daniels. He'd been doing that to all kinds of people. People of a lot... uh, People you'd have more um, sympathy for than Stormy Daniels. But, God, he, so he finds these people, represents them, gets money, and then doesn't give it to them. Right, just keeps it. <laughs> and uh, did the same thing to Stormy Daniels, which is why she fired him. Include, including a paralyzed, mentally ill man. So poor Stormy Daniels was uh, going around the country, shaking it in front of dozens. Right. In small-time strip clubs at <laughs> right. the age of 50. Um <laughs> And he kept all the money. I mean, you know, that's his modus operandi. You can't go around shaking it at age 50. I you just know. can't. I, I think it's empowering. I think it's fabulous. Can you be attractive at 50? Of course you can. But if there's a place across town that has 22-year-olds mm. for the sort of guy that wants to go see people, women take off their clothes, which is not me, uh, you're not, you're not going to do that well. Yeah, well, the market spoke, I think. I I mean, we could have a theoretical discussion about it, but this is one of the most famous people on Earth who often would be shaking it in front of four, five, six people. Wow. (laughs) Just Anyway, so she was doing that to try to earn a dollar, and he was keeping any money that came along. Yeah, yeah. Again, Uh, that chapter of uh, Michael Avenatti's life was the uh, kind of noble, noble and classy chapter. Compared to the rest of his doings. He was on uh, CNN, MSNBC, and Fox. He was on Fox very often. He was mostly on to argue with Tucker Carlson and uh, Harvard Law professor Alan Dershowitz. Right. Creepy porn lawyer and And, Democratic uh, presidential candidate Michael Avenatti. But he was on those shows 220-some times. 220 times during his, uh, his brief period of big stardom. Wow. And uh, Colbert and, uh, you know, all those shows and standing ovations. Isn't that about everything you need to know about cable news right there? 
loathsome human being. Anyway, more on that coming up later. There's our board operator, Michelangelo, as we kick off the show and introduce everybody on the squad. How are you this morning, Michael? I'm doing great. Um, I'm going to treat myself right today. Today is my birthday. And I'm happy one, birthday to th- you. Thank Indeed, you very much. So yes, I'm, I'm many here. happy returns of the day. The right. shipping is late or something. That's why I don't have a gift. Oh, I'm sorry. Uh, that's I'm sorry, okay. Michael. Well, happy birthday. Thank you, but, but I'm you know like one year closer to being in a retirement home. But you know, 55 <laughs> is when are. they. So you know, like I said, though, I don't want gifts. I don't want money. I just want the entire staff to treat me with dignity, and then I'll be happy this year. <laughs> well, well, hey guys, can we move this along a little bit? I think it's probably <laughs> Sean's turn, isn't it? Yeah, blah blah blah. No well, time for the whole uh, dignity speech. Well, maybe next year. <laughs> uh, there's Positive Sean, whose smile lights up the room. How are you, Sean? Doing very well. Only two more sleeps remaining before the final season of Game of Thrones starts. I like the way I, I like that as a way to say how many more days. Like yeah, I'm going to use that with my like kids. You're still six years old. Yeah, only, only two more sleeps till we go visit Grandma and Grandma. That's yeah. how we always did it with little kids. Yeah, but Sean is stuck with it. I admire that. <laughs> and then uh, if it and works, it works. Then I'll wake up after that second sleep, and I'll have all day to look forward to the grandtastic uh, f- uh, premiere of the, the final season. So it's I'm, the final season, not the fi- finale of the show. As a guy who doesn't watch it, I, uh, I'm hearing all this talk. And it is the start of the final season, so there are okay. six more episodes uh, this Just year. six? Yeah, because they did the weird thing where they chopped up the last season into essentially two. They learned like, from eight. the Sopranos yeah, yeah, you, you, how much money you can make that way. You string right. out your awards <laughs> eligibility that way as well. Right. Um, uh, but the, the last, I think, four are all about 90 minutes each, so they're kind of supersized episodes. Oh, yeah. They're movies. Yeah, yeah. To call it a TV show is just, it's it's only by habit and patterns and it's right. i guess it's kind yeah. of episodic but it's, sure, it's they, they do movies every week i've never seen a second of it maybe i'll watch the finality finale the finality <laughs> watch the I very with, last episode that's what right. i did with breaking bad i yes, just watched right. it because the same thing was being said about breaking bad greatest television show that's ever existed nothing will ever be as good right i watched the finale didn't understand it of course you'll understand <laughs> even less of this one please you don't have a chance no uh, but it's Sunday night on HBO, correct? I mean, yeah, somebody somewhere. getting a sword stuck in him, you'll comprehend. I mean, it's self-explanatory. Or is it on CBS? It's on CBS. Now he'll bleed to death. <laughs> no, it is not. No. Yeah, it's not on that Sunday network. nights, Jack, with after a, 60 With minutes. a laugh track in commercials? Is that the way it works? <laughs> exactly. <laughs> There's Marshall Phillips, who does our news every day. How are you, Marshall? Well, not good. Chatty Checkout Theater took a very ugly turn yesterday. Stopped off after work, picked up a bottle of Chardonnay. Clerk actually said to me, oh, buying wine already? Starting a bit early, aren't you? Yes. Yes. Judging you. I like that. I believe. Judging your clients. I believe. Was this a liquor store or a grocery store? Grocery store. Okay. It's going to say liquor store. You can't be judging people who are buying their booze early. You're not going to stay in business. (laughs) Now, sometimes I've seen people shop and they'll say they'll have the grapes from the produce section and they'll just kind of graze on the grapes as they go through. Now, you hadn't cracked open the wine. In no, the I, okay. I was not already chugging the char- okay. the shardy. No, and I think at that point I began vibrating a bit with anger. I let him know my day starts at one in the morning, and it's no business of his when I buy wine or anything else. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Yes! Got agreeable nods from those around me, and I left. Nice. I am so ticked. Yeah, <laughs> so ticked. Judging you. Did you call yes. him a whippersnapper at any point? <laughs> I should have, because he was. I should have. That is, that is a heck of a thing to say. Just shut up. Just sit, stand there, 
sullen and blank-faced and punch the buttons. That's all I require Take of you. Take my money, right? give me change. Exchange my currency <laughs> yes. for your goods yes. and nothing else. So you're an angry drunk. <laughs> don't, <laughs> don't make me long all for right, the coming birthday boy, of robots even sooner than it's uh, coming. So, all right? so as the checkout person, there's only a couple of possibilities. You're buying it for later, which is perfectly okay. Yes, sure. Um, your you you have a schedule in which this is the end of your day, which is perfectly okay. Yes. Or you're a person, or you're a full blown alcoholic who needs to drink first thing in the morning. In which case, they don't want to hear from you. Right. So all three options require no conversation. Your commentary is welcomed seriously by nobody. Right. <laughs> nobody in any circumstance. I think the, I just really like that. There should be stores that say we judge you. <laughs> and they comment on everything you buy. Wow. Ooh, boy, candy bars, you look a little heavy as it is. I don't yeah. know if that's a good idea. I hope those right. candy bars are for kids or something, Chubby. <laughs> right. God. Uh, awesome. Wow. I'm Jack Armstrong. He's Joe Getty on this. It already got to be Friday, April, something or other of the year 2019. We're Armstrong and Getty, and we approve of this program. All right, let's begin the show officially now, according to FCC rules and regs. Here we go. Let's begin at Mark. And, and, and dumbasses like that should be ashamed of themselves. Oh, who's Joe Scarborough talking about there? I believe that is Devin Nunes with oh. uh, his various lawsuits and, and such. Got you. That's a Joe Scarborough. Oh, Dropped a DA on the yeah. news. Don't appreciate the salty language on MSNBC. What are other headlines, Marshall Phillips? Well, WikiLeaks Assange arrest reverberating around D.C. There's Avenatti outrage, and we have details about Disney's much-anticipated streaming service. Coming up. Yeah, much of the Fox crowd, as I was watching the cable news yesterday, thinks it's outrageous that Julian Assange would be arrested and charged with things in the United States. So we, uh, that's we'll be digging into that. Yeah. yeah. It's free speech, man. Um, yeah, uh, conspiracy does... to hack computers isn't free speech, though. I, you know, I think there's truth on both sides. Um, how's mailbag look? Oh, it's fine and dandy. Very nice. Uh, yeah, there's a, it takes a serious turn. I have to decide if we want that. Okay. We have a little something called Clips of the Week first, though. That's always very exciting. Um, before we get to a serious mailbag, really take a long look at ourselves, deep within ourselves. It's uh, serious enough, yes. Soul-searching. Really look in the mirror. You're listening to The Armstrong and Getty Show. Armstrong and Getty. The conscience of the nation. Available right now via the iHeart app and iTunes. Our two new podcasts. Armstrong and Getty, one more thing. That's our daily after show podcast. And Armstrong and Getty Extra Large featuring our interviews of the most interesting people in the world. Subscribe today via the iHeart app or iTunes. Or wherever podcasts are given away for free. Because we're stupid. Got an example of what I'm always talking about. Somebody who won one of those giant lottery jackpots. Now the mom is suing the son. There you go. Perfect. <laughs> so there you go. There you go. There you go. Money buying happiness at work in action. Uh, more details on that later and a whole bunch of other things. Uh, old Elon Musk got a rocket off again yesterday with a couple of more firsts for his company. Way to awesome. go, Elon. I'm going to shoot off your rocket. We'll discuss free speech and uh, Julian Assange and whatnot. Mailbag coming up in a moment or two. Oh, <laughs> yeah, yeah. You thought you got a birthday present, didn't you? I did. Forget it. You'll get nothing. <laughs> <laughs> but before we get there, 
We must go here. It's time for a fond look back at the week that was. It's Cow Clips of the Week. Change the channel from this mesmerizing horror show that's going on in Washington right now. That combines ketchup and ranch, and they're calling it Cranch. <laughs> Still better than when they combine horseradish with mustard to create horse turd. All right, so it turns out that quote wasn't exactly poetry. It was, strictly speaking, a song from the end of Pokemon the movie. Because that's just the kind of thing that happens now, and we all have to accept it. It's, you know, it's not racist to say, ah, if you're going to be here, then you should learn the language of the country that you just arrived at. If your point is you open the boards, my God, you know, there's a lot of poverty in this world. And you're going to have people from all over the world. And I, I, I don't think that's something that we can do at this point. Can't do it. Yes, I think spying did occur. First of all, Gail is sitting in the seat of her soul right now. What? What now? Said other glaciers, oh my God, you look amazing. You may okay, go well then, uh, anytime please, you want. Please, please dismiss everybody. I believe you're supposed to take the gravel and, and bang it. That's Please do not instruct me as to how I'm to conduct this committee. Oh my God, look at him. Wow. Look at him. The beard, I have not seen him looking like that. Clearly not being taken willingly, he's being dragged. What is the charge? Eating a meal? A succulent Chinese meal? Are you serious? You know what? It is, it is serious. <laughs> what does that mean, bitch? Hinky. Oh, strange. Weird. Well, let's say strange or weird. I mean, hinky, that has no meaning. Oh, we say hinky. I don't want you guys using words when I mean you got no meaning. I'm taking the stairs and walking. Yeah. Good times. I don't want you guys using words around me that have no meaning. <laughs> I've got a list of words people get wrong all the time. Maybe okay. we'll do that later. Yeah, right then. We Gravel will among them, apparently. <laughs> we will perfunctify that list later. <laughs> yes. Mailbag. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. It's a nice note from Joe in Tumwater, Washington. Hey, guys. My teenage kids and I love this show. Shout out. Have you considered selling a stuffed animal version of Squawky to symbolize freedom? Maybe with a little ball and chain around his ankle? That'd be pretty funny. Rush sells his Liberty horse. That's right. He does? Yeah. And Beck has a pair of 1776 jeans you can buy. Exactly. We need to get I'm, on the bandwagon. I'm sorry, what? Yes. They're, they're roomier for the full-figured man. <laughs> Just like the Founding Fathers wore. Exactly. <laughs> hey, Michael, writes Joe. You're a day older than me. I'm 41375. Remember, no more slang for us, my friend. We're too old for that silliness now. Regards to the whole crew. Thanks, Joe. Appreciate the note. Uh, let's see. Uh, James from beautiful Lodi, California. He's been listening to the One More Thing podcast. You can get that as well as the uh, actual show in podcast form. At iTunes or uh, iHeartRadio, wherever podcasts are given away for free because we're stupid. Um, so would you listen at any time. But says, I just listened to the One More Thing podcast, in which apparently, just to set it up real quickly, I was talking about retiring because the news is making me mentally ill. It's making me insane. Uh, he says, I swear if Joe retires, I'll buy the property next day is in the woods, turn up a giant, gigantic stereo system, and then get a radio show of my own and do such an S show on repeat constantly. He'll have to come back to work just to fix the damage I do to radio. <laughs> now, that's a threat. Thank you, James and Lodi. I think that's a compliment of sorts. I really like the idea of selling squawkies. 
A little stuffed bald eagle with a chain around its foot. I think it's a brilliant Couldn't idea. We get to some, symbolize freedom. Couldn't right. we get some village in China to crank those out for like 50 cents a piece and we charge eight oh, bucks or something? Oh, eight. Eighteen. Not okay. 28. You know, put look up, can tw- you look, 28.98. Can you look up what Glenn Beck's charging for his 1776 jeans? Is Let he us. still selling those? I don't even know. Uh, let's see. Here's a nice note from Dio, a uh, longtime correspondent. Hey, guys, every time Jack or Joe says criminalized or decriminalized, you've, you've said a lot recently because of the discussion on legalizing prostitution. Uh, you know you're an A&G listener if you hear in your head like I do the vocal fry from the New York Times woman saying criminalized. Criminalized free <laughs> press to have a point to me uh, to do uh, on the front page today. Uh, but Bob uh, combined. Oh, do you, it's so terrible. Do you know any people that speak that way in real life? I know. Mm. I think I know two. But Not I, that extreme. I, no. I live around the kind of town where if your vocal fry is going to exist, those people would talk that way. That's a good-looking gene. I'm looking at the uh, the website right now. Glenn Jeans. Glenn They're Beck now jeans? called Glenn Jeans. So that's 1791, not 1776. Okay. I don't okay. know what that was for, but uh, apparently they sell 1791. for... 1791, okay, it's the year of the uh, the, the, the first year of the presidency or uh, something? The Constitution being uh, Rati- uh, I don't know. That's adopted, what I want. but not yet ratified. I believe that was 92. It's something to do with founding fathers. We like Glenn Beck, by the way. He's always oh, been he's nice to us. Ni- very nice man, yeah. Very nice guy. Yep. Uh, Dia also says, thanks for playing the succulent Chinese meal guide today. Makes me laugh every time. Uh, yeah, yeah so look at Glenn Beck. So he's got hats. Scroll down there. There was something else we could. We don't have well, those. Who's bleeding from the eyes there? What's that? Hats are that's pretty normal, but further down. Oh, George Washington. A, he's crying because there's, of something. Oh. There's some sort of Benjamin Franklin. He's sad, uh, you idiot. Christmas ornaments. There's, but that's what we need to get on. Yes. Founding Father Christmas ornaments. Yeah. Yeah. Squawky'd be a big seller. That'd be perfect. The miniature version of Squawky is a Christmas ornament. Now we got to get that ready. We got to mm. find somebody on Etsy who can sew those things with a little ball and chain on his, his <laughs> ankle. The birds have ankles. Nobody knows. <laughs> so Marshall's news coming up. Some interesting conversations to get into today. Wait till you hear about Michael Avenatti coming up on the Armstrong and Getty Show. I'm guessing USA Today's coverage of Game of Thrones would make you insane, Sean. That'd be my guess. Probably. It's the pop culture version. It's like the Super Bowl guide they put out for non-football fans. It's Ah. it's like the most basic, Tom Brady is a quarterback sort of thing. (laughs) But Game of Thrones is everywhere this weekend. You know, I'm in a tough spot. uh, Judy and I got to the party late, and we haven't caught up yet. How far behind are you? You can Uh, binge. A couple of seasons. No, no, no. Not with that kind of attitude. <laughs> she's number one. She's she's off gallivanting with her friends, and isn't at home. And I've decided not to get like a season and a half ahead of her because it's kind of our thing together. So we've got to actively avoid, you know, spoilers and mm. stuff like that for the. Well, next you, you probably just want to catch up before it gets to the finale, right? So you don't need to catch up for the first episode. Uh, right. So which gives you a month and a half. Yeah, we got to hustle though. I mean, yeah. Yeah, we got a lot of watch a lot of Game of Thrones, which is fine. I'm happy to do it. But news it has begun to sort of dominate our lives, though. <laughs> no, no, all that. of our free time. News explains why you're wearing so many furs now. Right, right. Yeah. right. The winter is coming, and you stabbed that sales guy. Right. Yeah. You now think that's just perfectly appropriate. Does the guy have to apologize? Uh, <laughs> he's not dead. 
News now with Marshall Phillips. <laughs> the Department of Justice does not have any expectations about when Julian Assange may actually be brought to the U.S. to face the conspiracy charge against him, given the prospect of British court proceedings and a potentially lengthy extradition fight. I am so interested in this and so interested in digging deep into it, and I'll, uh, I'll tell you why. Well, there are interesting principles going on both mm-hmm. sides. You know, yes. free speech, the free press. Uh, on the other hand, right. there's hacking and the rest of it and, and a lot of politics. But here's Katie Brenner, who's a New York Times uh, journalist. She tweets, the U.S. charged Assange with essentially helping a source hack into DOD computer by cracking a password. While journalists do publish material that's gather- gathered by sources, we don't help the sources pick the locks on the safes that hold the information. And then Glenn Greenwald tweeted in response to that. He quoted that tweet and said, Watching New York Times reporters cheer the Trump DOJ for indicting Assange is fascinating for so many reasons. Leaving aside the falsehoods in this tweet, okay, I'm curious, the New York Times implemented a system to allow stolen materials to be delivered to it without the thief getting caught, so that actively aids stealing. So this is a heck of an interesting, uh, right. you know, a free press test case and where, where uh, you know... Uh, Sources leaking ends and espionage right. begins. And, and a number of my favorite people. I mean, people, if I pick up the phone, am I aiding in a betting? Well, right. And a number of my favorite people on Fox are outraged that Julian Assange should be charged. If he could be charged, then we're all in danger with uh, free speech on this whole thing. And I do like this angle and definitely believe in it. How about any penalty for anybody who let Bradley Manning steal all that crap? You put that guy in charge of that kind of information? Uh, yeah. Terrible. And no, there's no penalty for that? And then Obama Jeez. pardoned him, the guy who actually committed right. the crimes. Of course, he did a fair amount of time in the Hooskow, but Now, a great deal has been made about this. When President Trump was asked about Assange arrests and WikiLeaks, he told reporters yesterday... I know nothing about WikiLeaks. It's not my thing. And uh, I know there is something having to do with Julian Assange. I've, I've been seeing what's happened with... Uh, Assange, and uh, that will be a determination, I would imagine, mostly by the Attorney General, who's doing an excellent job. During the 2016 presidential campaign, though, Trump was welcoming the political boost he got from the WikiLeaks release of Clinton campaign emails. WikiLeaks! I love WikiLeaks! Hillary Hillary Clinton, meanwhile, insisted Assange answer to his charges, dismissing suggestions the arrest is an attack on journalists. It is clear from the indictment that came out, it's not about uh, punishing journalism. It's about uh, assisting the hacking of the military computer to steal uh, information from uh, the United States government. Run, Hillary, run. Clinton going on to add... I do think it's a little ironic that he may be the only... uh, foreigner that uh, this administration would welcome to the United States. <laughs> because he hates foreigners. <laughs> and immigration. He hates immigration. If you try to control your borders, you hate foreigners, obviously. Former Stormy Daniels attorney and promoter Michael Avenatti indicted on 36 charges, including stealing millions of dollars from his clients, cheating on his taxes, trying to hide money in bankruptcy proceedings, and lying to investigators. U.S. Attorney Nick Hanna saying that Avenatti, among other things, embezzled money he won for five clients, kept most of it, including money that he won for a paraplegic man, that Avenatti has not paid taxes since 2010, cheated on what taxes he did handle for his coffee shop business, and... The federal criminal complaint charges Mr. Avenatti with wire fraud and bank fraud, 
and contains a series of allegations that paint an ugly picture of lawless conduct and greed. He is heading for lifetime disbarment and many years in the Gray Bar Hotel. Which will free him up to run for president. So he represented right? a pair... Oh, wait, the Gray Bar Hotel, that's prison. So he represented a paraplegic who got gazillions of dollars and then kept the money. Kept most of it, yep. Kept the money and uh, and didn't even file any paperwork for the guy's social security, for the guy's government check, because that filing would have outed the fact that he was stealing from the paraplegic. Right. right. And so the guy didn't even get his normal government money in addition to the settlement. So he left a paraplegic man, who I believe is mentally disabled as well, impoverished. For his own greed, his own wealth. So he could buy a plane. He's also involved in racing cars and a bunch of other things like that. Living the high life, dating hot chicks, all that sort of stuff. And running for president. Just absolutely ripping people off. He's a a low-life character. Wow. It is official. Disney Plus, the company's highly anticipated streaming service, will launch November 12th at $6.99 a month. Content's going to include mm. Disney classics, original shows, and movies. The company gave investors the first real glimpse into their streaming plans, which is going to be powered by franchises like Marvel, Star Wars, Pixar, High School Musical, and in addition, they're going to run all 30 seasons of Fox's The Simpsons. Those will be available as well. Wow. Yeah, all those For available. For $6.99, how could you not? Six ninety nine. Like, yeah, movie rental. They have a, a yearly thing that breaks out to about five eighty a month if you want to buy the full year at the same time. It'll double in price within three, four, five years, but uh, and this is all tempting. This is also undoing their Disney's classic vaulting of their right. like Snow Whites and those things where right. they would only be limited release and you have to buy the DVDs now and then they're going back in the vault. Like right. everything that Disney's done is available on launch of this app. Every almost everybody who's got kids, if you watch TV at all, is going to sign up day one. I know I'm going to, and I wonder how many families will cut off their Netflix to sign up for this. It'll be a lot. Uh, as Netflix has kind of abandoned the, or had to abandon, been forced to abandon the, the child show genre, which it turned out was a big part of Netflix, babysitting right. kids all day long. Right. Who knew? All right. Good time now for the one word market report from Positive Sean early this morning. The markets are swelling. Oof. Oh, Oof. yeah. Sore my ankles. <laughs> no, but I mean that in a good way. They're growing. I, I, as right. soon as I said that, I was yeah. like, oh, no, that's like a swelling. Swelling is right. yeah. generally a negative term. Engorged. How about that? <laughs> that's a good word. <laughs> that's your news. I'm Marshall Phillips, the Armstrong and Getty Show, the conscience of the nation. How often is swelling a good thing? Not very often. Swelling with pride. Ah, yes, that's, that's, a, a good that's one. Uh, virtually the only one. Oh, I could Other than that, it's a generally a contusion and or sprain. A bad word on me. That was a bad word. <laughs> I don't know. It, it, it's, uh, Caught it. Followed you. I got a list of words that people get wrong all the time. Maybe we could dabble into that, among other things. We got a uh, letter from law enforcement people? Uh, yeah, wow. Just uh, a number of folks who deal with... Homeless people and bums and junkies and losers um, uh, weighing in on what's causing it, why the increase, what ought to be done, that sort of thing. Boy, that's a question everybody's asking. Not pie-in-the-sky, wouldn't-it-be-nice activists, but people who deal with it. I want to hear that. Stay tuned to the Armstrong and Getty Show. Armstrong and Getty. The conscience of the nation.
substance effect with an A or effect with an E? Yes. Which one is which? Do you use it correctly? Maybe we'll talk about that later. Huh? Get you, you getting it wrong? You're smartified. Embarrass, you're embarrassing yourself on a daily basis? People okay. laughing behind your backs? Please. I, I embarrass myself on a daily basis for a living. So, uh, listen, we could do certainly an hour of the show. Maybe a whole show. Correspondence we've received from folks dealing with junkies and bums and criminals and crazy people and, you know, legitimately can't help themselves homeless people. The homeless problem. I mean, for instance, um, the A&G uh, listener Facebook page, uh, a, a fella or a gal, I'm not sure, it doesn't matter, um, posted this. I need to rant. Let's see, they appear to be from Northern California. This morning at the Sacramento train station, there was a bum walking around pretending to have a shotgun, pointing his imaginary weapon, pretending to shoot, including at me. Later at work in San Jose, I was in a children's clothing store to meet with a tenant. I heard a customer tell her daughter she couldn't get the red outfit because it was a gang color. Tonight on the train ride home, as we pulled out of Jack London Square station in Oakland, there was another bum on the platform shooting an imaginary handgun at people on the train. Then I hear on the news the California legislature is considering a law to second-guess police officers and make it even more difficult and dangerous for them to use uh, force. When is enough is enough? When is enough enough? Time to stand up to the virtue-signaling idiots in society and stop worrying about being thought of as uncaring and take back our streets and cities. Okay? So that's a real-life person. Just, you know, multiple incidents in a single day. Then you have this from uh, Officer Al or Alien Anonymous. I've been an officer for 15 years, also in uh, Cali Unicornia. I've seen a rise in homelessness in the area, um, and I believe there are several factors that have led to that. First, Proposition 47 passed in 2014. It made simple drug possession a misdemeanor instead of a felony. There have been several effects. Um, it results in a citation, no immediate repercussions like going to jail. The experience of being booked into jail and being able to sit and think about what you're actually doing does change behavior in some people over time. Instead, now I can sign my citation, turn around, and go back, buy more drugs within 10 minutes. Second repercussion of Prop 47 was that when drug possession was a felony, there was an impetus to keep it more hidden because no one wanted to be arrested and taken to jail. We didn't have a choice whether to arrest you or not. It's a felony. Now that the result is a citation, much more out in the open, and as a result, being more out in the open, becoming more accepted, more tolerated, seen in public, and Prop 47 also introduced the new crime of shoplifting. Before, if you entered a business and stole, it was considered burglary. Now it falls under the new crime of shoplifting, which is always a citation. You could shoplift every single day of the year and get caught and always get a citation if what you stole that day was under $950 in value. Wow, under a thousand, almost a thousand bucks, right. which you could steal a lot of stuff, certainly booze and food. Sure. Uh, day after day after day, I've seen a large increase in shoplifting from the homeless because it's a crime that very rarely gets caught, very rarely gets challenged by the business. Why would you bother? And carries very little penalty. And then there was uh, Prop 57 in Cal Unicornia, which uh, turned. Well, one of the biggest things was that you could you serve only the full term for your primary offense for nonviolent crimes. That means if you committed several crimes at the same time, you're only required to serve the time for your primary offense. You know, it's funny, I heard uh, an activist lady on, uh, I can't remember where it was, one of your news channels, talking about, we just, we incarcerate more people than anywhere on earth. We have too many people in jail. Says who? Which is uh, something that virtually nobody who deals with people who break the law agrees with. You know how many jails you need or how many people you need in jail? 
How, however many people are willing to commit crimes and make society worse. Yep. We decide what's fair and what's not fair. We call them laws. You break the law, you go to jail. And however many people do that need to be in jail. If 30% of people needed to be in jail, what are you going to do? Jail them. You can't go by the number. That seems crazy. Back to Al's uh, note. On the other side of it, there's the ease with which the homeless can obtain goods such as food and shelter. At least in my area, if someone's found illegally occupying a piece of land, they'll more often than not leave everything behind because all they have to do is walk down the street to the local food bank where they'll receive free food and another free tent. Of all the homeless that I speak with, very few complain about having issues with food or shelter. Their main issues are avoiding law enforcement and avoiding crime from other homeless. You put all this together, you make it very easy for someone to be homeless so they can maintain their drug habit. They don't have to worry about spending their money on any primary needs. They don't have to worry about any serious repercussions from being caught with drugs or committing crimes. If you had to make the choice between not having a job and being able to fulfill all your needs and continue any criminal behavior or putting in a lot of hard work to get a job where you probably won't make any more money than you're making now, and you have to give up the drugs, the choice is easy for most of the homeless I speak with. I have run into a few people who are homeless because of mental issues that truly need help, but they are a very small portion of the population. From my experience, 90 to 95% of homelessness is caused by being addicted to drugs and not being able, not being willing to spend money on anything but your habit and the resulting bad decisions made to maintain that habit. So that documentary about Seattle, you got people saying it's 100%. Nothing's 100%, but no. it's a practically everybody is a drug addict. Yeah. And so, and this person's saying it's practically everybody's a drug addict. Well, okay, well then, then that's a different question than we need to deal with mental health in this country, right. which we do, but that's a separate topic, it would seem like, from this homeless problem. Right. And then I like his summary, or hers, I'm not saying. The first step to fixing the homeless problem uh, is to make it hard for those that want to be homeless because of a drug problem. If you want to be able to continue to take drugs and live off society, that should be very difficult. should be very hard to be a drug addict. should be hard for you to commit crimes, such as shoplifting and burglary. But all the steps we've taken recently in California have made it easier to commit crimes, made those crimes less punishable. It's easy for those who want to seek help to find help when they need it. There are many programs in every county to help them well i feel like i've turned a corner based on the information we've gotten this week on this we got to deal with the drug situation we got to deal with that if you want to deal with homelessness i mean the explosion in homelessness if if 90 to 100 percent of them are drug addicts deal with that and you won't have that many homeless around then you'll have enough money and space and time and people to deal with the other problems right right well you know it's we used to deal with it there weren't bums everywhere on the other hand, we as a society decided, no, that's too mean. We can't have people in jail for possession, for instance. Um, and I just think all the societal trends are away from what would actually solve the problem. I think yeah. our, our police officer friend there, who, who wrote a very long, I summarized it, and well-reasoned and realistic email, he's not a mean bastard at all, or she, um, that's the answer right there. I just think we probably lack the will to implement it. Well, because it sounds mean and we're compassionate. We're all compassionate and no discipline. And we give a trophy to everyone because everyone tried. And those who didn't try, they only didn't try because, well, because society has taught them that, that it's, there's no point. So everybody gets a trophy. There will be no losers anymore in our society. 
I, I you know, I, I'd like this nailed down best it can be nailed down because a lot of people are pushing the mental health angle on homelessness because mm-hmm. I think it really helps um, with the with the compassion issue. There aren't that many people who think I don't care if you're crazy, get out of here. Nope. Um. So I think the the homeless the the crowd that is so com- compassionate's wrong word. Uh, what's unrealistic. The right word? Yeah, there you go. The crowd that's so unrealistic about the with the the homeless situation, they like talking about being a mental health issue because that's a defensible position, right? If it's a mostly drug addict position, okay, my my tolerance for that is way lower, right? Knowing that the only way people are going to get their act together or ever want to get their act together is if their life sucks enough, right? Um, right. Yeah, well said. There are two kinds of people in the world, Jack: those that group other people and those who don't. No, that's uh, a joke. Uh, But I swear, there are two kinds of people. There are people who can deal with, who can stomach the fact that there are things one must do that make you feel uncomfortable, that you wish you didn't have to do. It's a shame. It's rough. Um, But we have to do this. I'm not going to say... And those who can't deal with that. I'm not going to say, and I don't think society should say to somebody who's mentally ill, has no way of surviving on their own. You need to go somewhere else. But a guy, somebody who's a junkie out in front of my business, I should be able to say, you got to go. Right. Where am I supposed to go? I don't care. Right. Be a junkie somewhere else. You got 30 seconds to go willingly or you're going to go by force. Towns and should I don't be able to say. somebody to death. I mean, just moving her ass Towns should be able to say, be a junkie somewhere else. 100%. But the, out of the business district. Out of the tourist district. Out of the park. Out of the park. Out of the residential neighborhood. You got to go now. There is nothing wrong with that. Out of the park that taxpayers paid for so they can take their kids and dogs there. Off of the bike path so you can feel safe riding your bike along. You gotta go. Google enabler in the dictionary if you think we're mean, mean men. Because you're one of them. You're listening to the Armstrong and Getty Show.